Hello, everybody. Uh, happy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, the boys and girls, boys and girls in the audience. Welcome to the Vinside Podcast Show. I'm your host, Vinside. I got my boy, Joshua B., in, in, uh, on the show today. I'm looking forward to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk some football, obviously. And obviously, the NFL schedule came out this week. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to you know, you know. I, I'm just happy we got the schedule. And obviously, rookie minicamps are starting right now. Right now. Right now, so look, I'm I'm happy about that. So, but Joshua B. And one real quick before Joshua B. goes, I just want to say Happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there. Well, it's not Mother's Day today; it's tomorrow. So, happy Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And Lucy size, I love you, mom. All right, but anyways, Joshua B. How are you doing, sir? How's your week? How was your weekend so far? And also, my, my my man, man, the NFL schedule it's finally here. And we got some interesting games to watch this year. And Lord have mercy, Josh. What what can you say to NFL fans today? Well, first off, you you always have interesting games to watch in the NFL. Even games that you think are going to be boring on Thanksgiving, like I don't know, let's say Indianapolis versus Minnesota. Yeah, that's boring. Out yeah. to be like the greatest thing since sliced. The best thing about the NFL is that there are only 17 data points always for you to actually like feel on your team. You don't get like an 82 game schedule the way um, you would get for say the NBA, right. Or a baseball schedule where there's 162 games and they could be rained out at any moment. Second thing, most important thing is yes, you're right. Um, I love you, mom. I know you're not listening to this because it's about football and you don't want to ever talk about football. But I do love you, my mom, um, and I will see you next week when you come in. Third thing, to the fans who count on me to come in every week, I'm sorry that this isn't on Tuesday. However, I will point out that it is within the seven-day time span from when we last recorded a podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm on Saturday. So I am coming to you, admittedly at the end of the week, but I'm still here for you. I'm still giving you the weekly recap. And finally, to the Arizona Cardinals, don't ever worry. I'm not going to miss a chance to rail on you every single every single week. I promised you 52 weeks of jokes about the Arizona Cardinals. I am not kidding. We will do 52 weeks of jokes about the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because they make a lot of uh, stupid uh, GMs out there. Just like the Vikings yesterday. Um, trading, you know, the various. Fucking, you know what, Josh? We gotta, we'll talk about that first before we're talking about the rankings and everything. All right, Josh, what's your thoughts? And I don't know. Listen, God bless Brian Flores, by the way. I, I'm ready for this man because obviously Miami. Obviously, we, we know what happened. Miami fired him for a reason, obviously. And I thought Houston was gonna hire him, and then they hired Lovey Smith, and we saw and we saw what happened after that. And shout out to Mike Tomlin for hiring, you know, Brian Flores and his staff. And guess what happens the next year? This man, Brian Floyd, gets hired as a DC for the Vikings. Brian Flores, God bless you. So, so Joshua B., let me ask you this. What can you tell Cleveland Browns fans? Which, by the way, shout out to you, Andrew Barry. You traded with a stupid GM like the Vikings. I mean, and, th- and this this is why Viking fans, um, Josh, are mad with this Kirk Cousins shit. Because they're like, I, I, are we getting, are we drafting a quarterback pretty soon? And I, I, Josh, let's keep it real. The Vikings are stupid. I, and, I, and I really do feel bad for Brian Floyd. But you know what, Joshua B., what can you say to the Browns fan? Because right now, they're talking shit. Because right now, they're like, oh, we got Jim Schwartz. We have Deshaun Watson. Um, so what can you say to, to, to Browns fan, Joshua B.? Do you, uh, are you, expe- you going to make them happy, or are you, you going to piss them off right here? Oh, I, I'm going to piss everybody off. Let me make it very blunt so that there's no confusion, so that there's no misunderstanding, so that nobody is wondering, like, what I think, okay? 
everybody is stupid. Everybody involved is stupid. And right. yes, when I say everybody, I mean all the way back to the Dolphins. Okay? <laughs> everybody is stupid. All right? First, let's start with Brian Flores, because you're right. That's the origination of all of this stuff, right? Brian Flores, you're stupid. You never bite the hand that feeds you. Even if that hand is a racist, awful owner like the Miami Dolphins owner, okay? I agree. You don't I agree. Stephen Ross, yep. Mm-hmm. Especially when Stephen Ross is paying you over a million dollars. Here's my general rule, okay? Now, admittedly, I don't make anywhere close to a million dollars, but I do have a steady job, okay? I have a steady, well-paying <laughs> job. I get, I get paid about $70,000 a year, um, a little more than that, actually, to be entirely honest. And you know what? I love my job, and it pays me very, very well. But I only make $70,000 a year, and I don't bite the hand that feeds me. Yeah. And you make over a million dollars, and you bit the hand that fed you with Stephen Ross. And what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Of course he fired you. Then you file a lawsuit against the NFL, so you alienate even more owners, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what the owner, because that's what the NFL is. It's a collection of thirty-two owners. Yep. Now they're protected by a lot by a lot of stuff, lawyers and like all that stuff. But that's what you are. So finally, you get the worst one of them all, Ziggy Wilf, to hire you. And like in the meanwhile, Stephen Ross is also stupid. Okay, <laughs> yeah. all Dolphins fans are also stupid because you're right they, because they got rid of a coach who had genuinely made them relevant because he doesn't because like dolphins fans don't remember thankfully they have me to remind them you sucked before brian flores you i were agree good, proper awful with no direction and even last year right that the reason you were able to do a lot of the things you were able to do is only a little bit because of your offense i know that takes the shine but mostly the brian flores defense stayed exactly where it was it was right? yeah and Mike, and just in case you're thinking like, oh no, well, it wasn't Brian Flores. Um, it was Brian Flores and your new your new head coach, Mike McDaniel, boy genius, right, knows that he needs a serious defensive coordinator, which is why you went out, you paid Vic Fangio all the money in the world to do that. Right. And pretty soon, and pretty soon he's gonna need a new quarterback because I love Tua, but God bless his heart. I, and I hope he doesn't get another concussion, but one more concussion, that might be it for him. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so so, all right, so we've moved past the bright. So you end up on the Minnesota Vikings, right? There you go. Yep. The thing about the Minnesota Vikings, and I really want Brian Flores to understand this, they were awful on defense. Yes, they, were. they were good and proper bad. And just as you take one step forward with Marcus Davenport, right, you take another step back by losing Zadarius Smith. Yep. Here's a newsflash for you. Marcus Davenport, he's good. He's not good enough to lift an entire defense. Nope. He's not Aaron Donald. No, hell no. He's good at what he does, right? He's not even a marquee player. He's like, he's a solid defensive end. And so you lose a Darius Smith. You replace him. Like, it's one step forward, one step back. And by the way, your defense was already bad to begin with, okay? And you haven't done anything legitimately to improve it. Meanwhile, let's go over to the Browns. So instead, you trade away your, like, I don't know. Let's say fifth round, fifth round. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying he's like. Wh- what would you call him? What would you say? You would say he's what the third best player on the defense behind Daniel Hunter. It, I know yes, Daniel yes. Hunter's better. Yes. And yes. like now, I would say, I don't know. Like I don't even know who the third, who the second best player is. Is it Her- is it maybe Harrison Phillips or he's whatever? Maybe. Right? 
I don't know. He doesn't do it for me either. But the point is yeah. that you trade away one of your productive. I guess Marcus Davenport right now is your number two best player on defense. Yeah. Right? Daniel Hunter, Marcus Davenport, and pray for rain. And like, so you 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 put yourself in that situation for a pair of fifth round picks, day three picks. Are they fourth round picks? No, fifth round picks. You're even waiting on those picks, and you had to give up your sixth and your seventh round pick. So you didn't even build draft depth with the trade. Now let's move forward. Like you built higher round picks. Yeah. Like you move up from seven to five, and you move up from six to five, and that's nice. But like you're still waiting a full round. So other teams still have the entire, like the whole league has the option to grab whoever you're waiting for yeah. in the fifth round. These are not high picks. So, yeah. That's Josh, what, honestly, I don't know what the Vikings are doing because of, well, for, for me, like, for me yeah. I'm with you. They started drafting quarterback in the second round. They had an opportunity, but they didn't do it, man. And listen, I like Edison. And do you think that, do you, do you feel like the Vikings are like, you know what, Viking man, we're just going to care about offense, you know, and God bless Brian Flores, but, you know, we're not going to worry about a quarterback until what, Josh? Like, what, two years? I mean, it's disappointing you didn't take Will Levis. I'll just leave it at yeah, that. I'm, I'm with you with that. Like, that was just sitting there from that for them. That was the way to move on from Kirk Cousins. And you just sort of walk right by it. It's uh, really ridiculous. Um, so, all right, so let's move to the Browns, right? The Browns, first off, you didn't even have a first-round pick last year. Right. But, like, the Browns have essentially Miles Garrett, and now they have Darius Smith, and you would think, okay, well, the Browns are better than they were, you know, with this trade because if for no other reason they got the player, right? Right. But the thing about the Browns is that their defense is already so far back, right? And no, you it can is. blame injuries, you can blame Greedy Williams, right? But it's still your marquee players are Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward, and you're hoping Darius Smith can stay healthy, which he hasn't done for the last three years. Which is I like him, but he's 30 years old. Him. 30 years old. Good point, though. Good point. Very good yeah, point. I mean, just like, so even though you win the trade, it's like to what end, right? Yeah. Like, Browns fans have this idea that they're going to be so good. Like, aside from, do they even still have Amari? Yeah, they have Amari Cooper. Aside yeah. from Amari Cooper, like, you're constantly building in these, like, barriers to success, like, but Josh, they got Elijah Moore, Donovan Peoples-Jones, people's they got David Njoku. Come on, man. David Njoku hasn't been healthy ever. Mm. History. Like, there's never been a year yeah. in which David Njoku has been healthy. Um, And then, um, additionally, like, it's, it's all Nick Chubb. It's just, it's so far back. Deshaun Watson is not a good quarterback anymore. Mm. I mean, I, I shouldn't even say that. He's not he's not good enough to win you anything. He's not a top five quarterback as of right now. He's not good enough to get you into the wild card, period. That's fair. That's fair. So if he's not a top seven quarterback, then what the fuck are you doing paying him the most guaranteed money in the NFL? <laughs> I don't know. Top seven in the AFC. In the AFC, I can name seven off the top right now that I would You know have. what, Joshua? You know what Joshua, Joshua would be? Go for it, man. Piss off, piss off Browns fans. Who's better than them right now? Josh Allen. I'm just doing AFC, right? Okay. Not doing NFC. Just in the right? Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Um, so I just rattled those Lamar off. Lamar Jackson. Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Yep. Um, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. That's Sorry. five. Give, give me a sec. That's five. Um, Justin Herbert. Yes, six. six. Yep. 
So well, like, fuck it. You might as well say Russell Wilson. Fuck it. I mean, Trevor hey. Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, seven. Yeah. Like so now you're at seven, right? And like the the division itself is one of the hardest. Like I'm sitting here like debating whether I want to put Kenny um Kenny Pickett out of Deshaun Watson. <laughs> like, I'm right there as to like whether I want to put Kenny Pickett in that neighborhood. But like even if I didn't, right? Like I still have Russell Wilson, who you could make a case is better. Now you're at eight, right? No, what about what about like, when he's healthy too? Maybe, yeah, yeah. And like, God forbid that um, what's his name is healthy. Tannehill is healthy. Now you're at nine, right? And right. same with Tua, you're at ten. And I just got done shitting on the Miami Dolphins, which is why I didn't want to name Tua. But of course, Tua is better than Deshaun Watson as of right now. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm like, so what are you doing? I don't know. It just it's it's like you're trying to compete, but you're only costing yourself more money. Yeah, that's sort of where I came down on it. I feel like um, it was. I, I told my buddy Lee yesterday. It was it, it, it was for that moment. It was desperate, but, but for me, it's like they're on defense. Like you can name like three players, and they're whatever. I mean, okay, Miles Garrett, he's good. Okay, and then you got Denzel Ward, but like you said, like they're whatever. And then also, oh, but Josh, but Josh, we got Jim Schwartz, man. Watch out, man. Watch out. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, I don't trust it. I, I don't I don't like what the Browns have done. I, I think that if you were to look at the worst unit uh that some of the worst units in all of football, the Minnesota Vikings defense would be really high up there. And to be like, well, who are the players that we can get from them? And to be like, yeah, the players we want are Dalvin Tomlinson, you know, six hundred pound Dalvin Tomlinson and um mm-hmm. Zendarius Smith. I'm just not there. I'm just mm-hmm. not there. All right, so one more team we got to talk about, obviously. It's going to be the shout-out to the Texans. Is Shaquille Griffin going to the Texans for a one-year deal. I like it. It's a one-year deal. Yeah, not I like, bad. I like that was it. a great move for the Texans. It's a great move. They're quietly piecing together a really interesting team. Yes, they are. Uh, we're going to see if that trade was a good idea. Um, like, I mean, I imagine that it's, it's just it's really weird. I don't understand why you wouldn't have built in protections on that first-round pick if you were the Texans to go get Will Anderson, I'm really quite surprised. I I would have thought that you would have been able to like protect it top five. Right. Yeah. But like, they just gave it up unprotected. And that's what everybody's talking about as far as it goes to the Texans. But I think they're building a very interesting team. I would like to see their offensive line a little bit better. I'm a little worried about their lack of weapons, but still like, you gotta be very interested, or at least I'm very interested in what they're going to be able to produce. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is some Texans fan believe they they can do it. I mean, I mean, hey, they got John Schultz. They, I mean, I mean, no, but, but it's it's a good start though. You know what I mean? I mean, they it got is. Pierce, Singletary. You know what I mean? Robert Robert Woods was healthy. So, and if CJ Stroud is really fucking good, I mean, you never you never know, Josh. I mean, the Texans and, we, and remember, I mean, I know it was one regular season game, but they did compete with the Chiefs. So that one game, even though they lost, but you get what I mean. So, hey. We'll see what happens. I'm ready for the Texas fan. You know I'm ready for them because of D'Amico Ryan. But right now, he's off to a good start. Now, with that being said, um, Josh, tell everybody what you read on The Athletic about what they where they had their card. Well, it was more like I listened to it. Right. There you go. Um, so, recently, The Athletic turned in a podcast where they rated ranked the best quarterbacks in the NFC. Um, yep. They on a three-year deal, and they considered contracts and blah, 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 blah. And I got all the way to about three before I started to vomit in my mouth. Um, and I couldn't listen to any more of it. 
Um, I was very disappointed. I was very disappointed in Robert Mays. I was very disappointed in Nate Tice. Um, and I wanted to do the exercise with you, Vince, and see so where we have the different quarterbacks of the NFC. So this is NFC only. You're not considering any of the quarterbacks I just mentioned in the AFC. Yeah. You're only doing NFC. Okay. Right. Who's the number one quarterback in the NFC? Hurts. Hurts. Agreed. A thousand percent agreed. Um, and who in your mind is number two? Two? In a perfect situation right now? So they said Dak Prescott. I'll, I'll spoil their answer. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, fuck. I understand why, but I get a different answer for them. Okay, who do you got? Jared Goff. Ooh. Tell me why. I think he's in a good situation right now. And obviously did it without J-Mo, but he's got the O-line, you know, and, I mean, when you give him a good O-line and the weapon that they have now, I mean, and he's made he's made the Super Bowl with the Rams, so he didn't win it though. But he got experience, right? So, he did. So, and he went farther than Dak, right? So, I he sure did. No, not this year. This year, I think this year, I think Dak went farther than him. I'm pretty sure this year he was he was farther. But I, I take your point. It's okay to have Jared Goff. I would have Jared Goff probably number three. Um, I, I think I might still agree with him at with Dak at number. Can I guess your number two? Is your number two Brock Purdy? No, my number two is probably Dak, and I think my number three is probably Brock Purdy. And my number okay, and that's four, fair. That's fair. My number He's, four is Jared Goff. So, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy, Josh? People are like, "Oh, Josh, you don't have Kirk Cousins number three or in top three? No, I don't. Because I've watched Kirk Cousins play in all times of day. I don't have that problem. I don't have the problem of like, I, I have to make sure he's only playing during the day. I, I'm able to watch him at any time because I'm not playing football. Kirk Cousins has the problem of I can't play in prime time. That's who has that problem. But no, but like they had Derek Carr at number three mm. of the Saints. That's nuts. Did they say Derek why? Did they say, yeah. did they say why because of the weapon? Why, why did they say that? as a top half of the league quarterback. That's not what you want. You want no. the optimism. Did, 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 so, John, did they defend the answer? Like, for, for that? Did, sure. They like... sure. That, um... Sorry, can, can you hear me? No, yeah, you, you're good. You go, go ahead. Okay, yeah, sure, they defended the answer. They defended the answer by the idea that it was cost certainty, that they knew what Derek Carr was going to cost, that we need to remember what a good offensive line the Saints have when they're not all injured and rolling around on the ground. Um, look at how yeah, great Chris yeah. Olave is. Um, like, look, I've said this before on this podcast. I mean this for, like, now and forever, okay? the Everybody in the NFC South, is overrated except Chris Olave. Chris mm. Olave is the one player, count him on one finger, who is like legitimately as good as we hype them. Hype them no, up I agree with you. I agree. Everybody else. Alvin you said everybody's Mara. overrated. God damn. You say Bryce Young? What about B.J. Robinson, man? Damn, Everybody man. is overrated. Bryce Young is supposed to be the savior of the Carolina Panthers. Get the fuck out of here. Damn. Nobody can, nobody can save the Carolina Panthers by themselves. Uh, you know what? You know what, Josh and B? Since you're saying that, okay, give me your rank for that division right now as we speak. 
for that division right now as we sit here talking. When healthy, when healthy. Everybody's healthy. healthy. Everybody's healthy. Yes, yes, right now. Let me think. I would say the Atlanta Falcons are number one. Okay. The Bucks are number two. Damn, the, the Bucks. The, okay. The Panthers are number three, and the Saints are number four. Ooh-hoo-hoo-hoo! Yeah. Oh Saints fans are gonna attack you. Oh man. Oh uh, whatever. They can they can kiss my ass. Josh, Both they teams. saw Cowan Cowers. They list. saw. Literally, yeah. Josh, they saw Cowan Cowers list, and they're like, "We're not in the top ten. What?" Yeah, they're not. They're not anywhere close to the top ten. The Saints suck. They will always suck. It doesn't really matter what um, goes on. What's like what we're talking about on a given week. Like the Saints fans' expectations because they won that one Super Bowl. Yeah. Or just they, they've always been so out of whack, like so out of reality, out of touch with like everything. Those Saints, like they're just they're awful. I don't know how else to say it. Other than it's just it's misery on a stick when it comes to the Saints. Let's see. All right, so where where were we? Oh, okay. So I've given you the top four quarterback situations, right? I think I've given you four. So all right. So how? Let me let me remind myself how I have it ranked. I have um, Jalen Hurts. I have I Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Jared Goff. Right. So that's four. Yep. Okay. I think I put Geno Smith number five. Oh, I like it, Josh. I like it. Yeah. Is it what do you like that? Let me ask you this. Is it fair to say could you put Gino number I mean number two? Or not no. yet? No, I, I can't put Gino number two. Not until I see how Jackson Smith and Jigba turns out. That's fair. That's fair. But he uh, might be he might be when that happens. But go ahead, go well, ahead. I mean, maybe you just you don't you don't know. You right, can't go right. into this season feeling great about Jackson Smith and Jigba um, in that offense. Even if you want to feel great about Jackson Smith and Jigba yeah. in that offense, you you can't feel confident about it. One because he's a rookie, but yeah. two because like just in a like just using your normal headspace. Okay, if you're Geno Smith and you drop back, you have three legitimate weapons that you would target before you would get to Jackson Smith and Jigba, like. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and Kenneth Walker III are clear superstars in this league. I agree. Clear top picks at their position. Now, who's your number five? five? Is it Justin Fields? Well, didn't I just say Geno was number five? Five, yeah. Geno, six would be. Yeah, so I think six is probably going to be Justin Justin Fields. There you go. I'll I'll piss off Vikings fans even even more. Kirk is seven. Wait, say it again? So Kirk is seven to you. Sit tight. I have to go through the entire league. Um, but yeah, I think that I, I think that um, Justin Fields is the is the electricity. Justin Fields is the excitement. Justin Fields is the guy who you want to pay attention to on Sunday. He's the one who can go out and win you a game, right? And, and he's for got all better weapons. And Josh, he's got better weapons now. Yeah, there's no question that he has better weapons. Um, yeah, there's no question that the weapons are better. Um, but even beyond that, like, they're so – how do I even say it? They're so – well, no, they don't have better weapons than the Vikings. The Vikings have Justin Jefferson. Everybody else on the Bears, no matter, like, what they do, comes in behind that. Um, 
but the bigger point is that like Justin Fields is like the reason that you win a game. Yep. Right. Whereas like in the same way, by the way, that Justin Jefferson is the reason that you win a game. Yep. Right. Like Justin Fields is really, really exciting. I love Justin Fields. I mean, so I'm I... higher than the consensus on Justin Fields by like a lot. Um, and admittedly, they have Justin Fields ranked way, way down um, in that athletic pool because Robert Mays is a Bears fan and he believes the Bears will always suck and woe is him, right? But, right. like, if you're a reasonable person with a reasonable mind, <laughs> yeah. then, like, you can see that, like, Justin Fields just lights it up every Sunday. I'm, I'm wicked high. And I don't want to spend too much time on the Bears. I, I feel myself repeating myself but yeah justin <laughs> no. fields justin fields is the real deal justin fields is like what we're looking for in like a quarterback um and he's so underrated he's so good all right let's so in the afc north yeah what's remaining is kirk is the vikings and who's the fourth team it's the vikings and the, uh, and the packers okay vikings packers and then um lions no i already said jared goff so I'm trying to. But, can you can you so, keep a tri- keep a list of like who I've said already? So yes. yes oh, they yes. also had they also had Matthew Stafford really high. Um, so like, no, Kyler Murray, no, no. All right, fine. I'll give Kirk Cousins the number seven spot. I'll I'll be nice, but only <laughs> because I only because I recognize just how bad everybody else is. So in other words, it uh, tells you how weak the NFC is. There's no question when it comes to quarterbacks. And I'm not even sure I should rate him that high. I mean, in theory, like not maybe not right now, but eventually, like Bryce Young is probably better. Yeah, than Kirk Josh, Cousins. is this bro? It, you know, I was talking to somebody last night, and it's crazy because the NFC is just it's 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 so weak that look at the AFC. I, I told my buddy of mine for the AFC, regardless if you have a good record, you might have a good record, but you not might you might not even make the playoffs with a good record. Yeah, I mean they're just they're. The um, NFC, it's just, it's really weak. All right, let me, let me, let me look. All right, so, see, I mean, what they want to say is they want to tell you, like, well, look at what Matthew Stafford did two years ago with a wildly different team yep. than where than what he has right now. And so, yeah, no. Andrew Whitworth, he doesn't have them anymore. There's a million things he doesn't have. He doesn't have Odell Beckham Jr. anymore. Yep. He doesn't have Andrew Whitworth anymore. So he doesn't no. have Brad Holmes anymore. So him and Kyler Murray are at the bottom of this list, no matter where the list goes. Jordan Love is just above him, uh, above them. So that's 13, 14, 15. I've listed everybody in the NFC North. I've listed everybody in the NFC West. So the NFC South, um, I, think I, would take, I think I would take Bryce Young right now as my favorite. Desmond Ritter, though, as number two. And um, Derek Carr. Yeah, see, I have Derek Carr winked. Oh, fuck. I guess I understand the point now, right? <laughs> is that is that, like, even if you think Derek Carr sucks, which I absolutely do, you have to remember that Baker Mayfield is still in the NFC, right? <laughs> I guess I get the point now, right? No matter how bad you think, no matter how bad you think Derek Carr is, like, oh you have to remember God. Baker Mayfield is still there. You know what's crazy? Right? You know what's crazy? A, every AFC South team thinks they have a chance. Every NFC South team uh, fans think they have a chance in this division. Lord have mercy, Josh. It's just, it's just mediocre quarterback. You, you, ready, you ready for a joke? Uh, tell, tell me, tell me. Here we go. 
every NFC South team thinks they have a chance, but only one of them has Baker Mayfield starting a quarterback. <laughs> I got a question for you, and this yeah. might piss off Bucks fans. Who would you rather well, what have? Else is new? Gardner Minshew or Baker Mayfield? I'd rather have Gardner Minshew. Oh, <laughs> yeah. me too. Me too. Yeah, me I too. think you would too. I think most people would. Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure that's. I'm not even sure that's that's that that's hot. That's that hot of a take. Um, no. To be entirely honest with you. No. Um, I. I think that's probably actually a pretty reasonable take that you would mm-hmm. rather have Gardner Minshew than you would. Um, uh, that you would rather have Gardner Minshew. Right. Um, now, now, right. now we we talked about it in the uh, before we talked before the pod. You said you're gonna rank your NFC, the NFC to top one to ten. Yeah, right I did. Um, I'm working on on the quarterbacks. Okay, so I don't like Derek Carr. I don't okay. like Kyler Murray. I don't like Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I'm meh on Desmond Ritter. Um, who's yeah. backing up Desmond Ritter? Uh, who's the backup? Heineke. They signed Heineke. 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 Okay, so yeah, that doesn't change anything. All right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> look at me just firing random strings. Um, oh, let, me, so, let me tell you who's the backup for Baker Mayfield. Kyle Trash. How about that? There you go. Uh, <sighs> and none of these people think Marcus Mariota is better. None of I mean, these decision the, I mean, makers. I mean, I mean, I mean Josh, a smart team does. The Eagles, but go ahead. Yeah, it's just it. They just you just like you can't take it seriously. You just you can't take it. All right, wait. All right. So all right. So I had Bryce Young up there. Okay, so Bryce Young is separated from all that trash. Um, ah, fuck it. All right. So Baker Mayfield. Yep. Derek Carr. Matthew Stafford, um, Desmond Ritter, mm-hmm. and um, and Kyler Murray, all in like the bottom group. They're the bottom five yeah. in whatever order you want to put them in. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I would rate Jacoby Brissett above all of those people. Yeah, and yeah. if I rate if I rate Jacoby Brissett above all those people, then what do I feel about Sam Howell? Ooh. And I've had this conversation with you before. And speaking of that, Josh, speaking of Sam Howell, can we congratulate for the Commander fan? They're celebrating because. That, yeah, that's Josh Harris out as owner for the Commanders. And Magic Johnson and uh, Joe Harris are the new owners for the Commanders. And round of applause. There we go. Round of applause. That's that's great news for them. Um, yeah, I'm all the way in on the Commanders this year. You know I'm all the way in yeah, on the Commanders yeah, this year. Yeah. I think the Commanders have done a lot of great moves, except for their cornerback um, that they drafted in the first round. Maybe it's, they know ridi- something it's ridiculous I... that they that they pass on Chris Gonzalez to keep going. Yeah, maybe, maybe they know something I don't, but I doubt it. Um, I, I I think I know what they're thinking, and I think that they're just thinking wrong. But I love Eric Bieniemy. I think Eric Bieniemy might even be the coach as soon as next year, and I think their offense is the so now. So now I've got Sam Howell and um, Jacoby Brissett in the middle of whatever that of that whole division. Nope, I put Daniel Jones below them. So now I've got my I've got my bottom six. So now I'm only ranking the top. I'm, I'm only ranking the top ten. Yep. And I would put Jacoby Brissett slash Sam Howell in there. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So to reiterate as to what I think, um, number one is so Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, and yep. um, Brock Purdy. Yep. And Jared Goff, one through four. Yep. Um, Justin Fields, I think we had him at five or something like that. Yes. Um, 
shit. God damn. I, can, I just, I can't remember them off the top of my head. Um, Geno Smith. That's yes. Six, or, yes. Right. Okay. Yes. 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 So all right, NFC West is gone. NFC South. Um, I didn't have anybody there. NFC North. I already said Jared Goff and Justin yes. Fields. NFC East. I said Dak Prescott. I said Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, so I am essentially happy with eight quarterbacks, right? Eight quarterback situations. And yep. the other eight, um, you can just bury them. You just put them at the bottom of the league in any order that you want. Oh, right. oh so, so like, you're telling Ram fans, you better as well bury Stafford. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you can bury Stafford. You can bury Stafford alongside Daniel Jones, alongside Darren Carr, alongside all these 40 million guys who are good enough to get you four okay. wins. Now, let me ask you this, job. Let's, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Let's okay. play a game. You give me your top ten rankings in the NFC right now, teams, and give me your top ten for the AFC. So right now, let's do NFC. So number one, obviously, you think it's Philly, right? Yes. Okay. Who's number two? San Francisco. Three. Um, I, we're we're talking seeds, or we're talking just overall best. Um, overall best. Teams. Um. Huh. I don't like to do it that way. We're going to do it seeds. Um, NFC. So I like the Philadelphia Eagles. I like the San Francisco 49ers. Detroit. NFC East, NFC North. I like Detroit. Um, yeah. It's probably number three. And then for number four, I'm picking the Falcons as number, as okay. number four okay. because I like the rest of their team. I'm just unsure about the quarterback situation. But again, like, I'm unsure, but it doesn't mean that I think it's bad. It just means I don't know. Okay. You understand the difference? There you go. Or no. Okay. No. So, um, all right. So I've, I've done all of that. And now I'm looking at, um, and then I'm looking at the wild cards. So I think Seattle is a wild card. Yes, In fact, I think five. Seattle is, I think Seattle is better than Dallas, but Dallas is I also agree. a wild I agree. card. I agree. That gives, that gets me to six. And then where do I go for seven? Do I go with Washington because I believe in them so much? Or do I think that they're on the right path? And do I think they need a little bit of time? I haven't made my decision on that yet. I, I think they're better than everybody in the South. I think they're better than everything remaining in the West. If and you think they're better than the Cowboys and Giants, then pick them number seven. No, I don't think they're better than the Cowboys. I think they're okay. better than the Giants. Okay. Um, and, like, do I think they're better than the Packers and the Bears? Huh. I think I'm going to go Commander 7. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Commander 7 in an argument with the Bucks and in an argument with the um, – so in an argument with the Bucks and in an argument with the Packers for number 7. So okay. far. Okay. But I these like are that. not okay. official right. picks. These are, right. these are pre-picks. There's a lot longer to go. But that's where I have you in the NFC right There we go. All right, Josh. Now, here comes AFC. Well, number one, breaking news, Josh B has the Bengals. Go ahead, number one. Yeah, I've, I've as everybody who listens to the Vince Size podcast, every um, week he puts something news or, or the 265 podcast knows, um, I'm big into the Bengals this year. Right now, the Bengals are my prohibited Super Bowl favorite. I think they are very well built and, like, the way they push their chips in for Orlando Brown Jr. right now separates them from the pack. Yeah. I would probably go with – sorry, go ahead. What, what did you want to add about that with the Bengals? No, no, I, I like it. I, I was just about to say, you know, Chiefs fans will listen to this podcast and know they're going to get at you, Josh, and me, but go ahead. Well, I mean, they can get at me all the way to number two. 
big okay. deal. I like one team better than I like their. Um, I think they're second in the NFC. Um, I think they're second in the AFC. Like, okay. Like, and if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But like, again, <laughs> it's, it's one team that I think is better than you. Um, we all know who's is, number three is going to be the Bills. Yeah, Keep number going. three is the Bills. Number three is the Bills. And the truth of the matter is, is that if Dalton Kincaid upsets the apple cart, that the Bills could find themselves in the number one seed next I year. Agree. Um, I agree. Number four, but it's um, a butcher at, Jaguars, Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, you're asking the Bills. You're asking a rookie tight end to make the leap. Like, it is very first year. But the real question, and this will be a question that we ask on a later podcast with a little more detail. Oh, yeah. Um, are we really asking Dalton Kincaid to be great as a tight end as a rookie, or are we looking at him to be great as a slot receiver? I'm, a guessing, I'm guessing a receiver. Right. So if we're asking him to be a solid number three receiver, is that doable for Dalton Kincaid in a way that being like a great tight end is not doable? Because we rarely see rookie tight ends like kick ass and take names, but we often see slot receivers kick ass and take names as, as early as like year one. So what precisely are we asking Dalton Kincaid to do? You know, and we'll, we'll have more time to talk about that. But that's like that's something we're gonna watch all all off season. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, I have the Jaguars number four. Yeah. Um, number five, I have the Chargers, and I know that not right now. But that in a later show, we're going to talk about just exactly how big the gap is yep. between the Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, so a little foreshadowing, a little tease for. Oh yeah, number six. Um, number six. Uh, is it, Josh, is it? The it is. No, it's not. J e t s Jets. Oh, Jets, Jets. okay, all right. Yeah, give them, give them the number six slot. It's, it's deserved. Um, getting Aaron Rodgers to throw to Garrett Wilson, it, you know, it's just it's it's a huge upgrade over. My, I mean, I know that I'm okay with Mike White, and you know <laughs> that I like to make jokes about Zach Wilson, and you know I think Aaron Rodgers is on the downside of his career, but. And no, Doc, he also has the darkness as well, but go ahead. It's all good. Yeah, but it's it's way better than all – I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a clear upgrade over those guys. So Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, um, number six. And then number seven, I think I'm going to go with the Steelers. That's kind of where I want to go. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. Ray, and, and Josh would be Raven fans and Miami Dolphin fans are like, why would Josh yeah. would be have us out in the playoffs? Well, I mean, I've, I've got reasons for both of you. We might save it for next show. Um, I'll, I'll tease it for this show, though, which is that, Ravens, I think that you've done a very gross miscalculation in subtracting Ben Powers and adding Zay Flowers. First off, they play different positions. Exactly. But second of all, and much more importantly, like Lamar Jackson got injured last year. Yes, and even did. if you believe the injury wasn't as serious as the amount of time missed, it doesn't change the fact that you lost arguably, what, the 10th? you know, 10th or 10th or 9th or 8th best guard in all of football yep. and replaced him with nothing, Yep. right? Because you wanted that comp pick. And I understand you like comp picks. I like comp picks too. That's a really big drop-off for a quarterback who's been injury prone. And before you get all jacked up on Odell Beckham Jr. juice, like <laughs> he, does, he does the same thing as Devin DuVernay. And even if you want to say he does it better, it's replicating what you already have. Yeah. You know what replication looks like. It looks like Zay Flowers, yeah, who replicates Devin Duvernay, who replicates Odell Beckham Jr. Like, 
it's just it's the same thing. But Josh, the Ravens fans are like, we got Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely. You're forgetting about those two. I am. I'm forgetting about Isaiah Likely. I wonder what caused me to do that. (laughs) Um, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is a bigger deal, and I agree with you. But the thing about Mark Andrews, like, look, like, are we talking fantasy or are we talking reality? Right. Oh, there we go. So fantasy wise, Mark Andrews, but uh, dude, he's the number two tight end in all of football. Josh will be reality is what? Reality is is that you can't win solely with Mark Andrews. I agree. No matter what a mismatch he is, and he's an incredible mismatch, he by himself cannot carry that offense. I agree. Which is the whole reason Lamar was upset in the first place. If all it was was Mark Andrews is all I need, then we wouldn't have even been in this contract squabble. Yep. But he isn't, and Lamar knows that, and that's why you're in the contract squabble. The other team that'll be upset, the Miami Dolphins, you're not good. It's foos gold. It's foos gold, okay? And Mike White is not an upgrade over Skylar Thompson. They're the same level. They're both worth ignoring. But but Joshua B., remember they were saying in the spaces, Mike White is better than Tua, man. He's not. But the thing about it is, is that Tua gets injured. Yep. Like, everything has to be, like, pristine in order for the Dolphins to win. Exactly. And, like, it's just not going to be that way with the offensive line behaving the way the offensive line did. And you get weaker on defense this year. I just – I'm not there with the yeah. Dolphins. We'll, hey, we'll go into more. scared about Austin Jackson as a right tackle? Uh, yeah, I should be scared of Austin Jackson as my right tackle. Normal teams would be scared of Austin Jackson as your right tackle, but you know, of course, Dolphins fans think it's like a strength. You know, <laughs> like you just you can't reason with them. You, you can't reason with them, and you can't like make them understand that you know it's going to be a struggle. But you know that's why we play the games, right? That's why we play the games is to find out you know how wrong we all are on the Dolphins. You know, it's not like the rest of the league is going to have any more experience with the Dolphins. Yeah, right? you know, it's not like the rest of the league will be better prepared this year. No, 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 it'll all be a surprise. It's not like they tally they they fell off a little bit towards the end of the year. Yeah, no, 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 it's all going to be the same. And also, and also, Joe, and also Joe, obviously, every podcast we got to make fun of the Cardinals. Now, what, what, you got, what do you have to tell Cardinal fans about the DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins staying, and now Buddha Baker staying. Now, what, what you, it what, just what, goes what, to Josh, show you. Josh, what do you have to tell DeAndre? Do you have a message for DeAndre Hopkins and Buddha Baker right now? I do. Buy multiple pairs of cleats because you don't know what field you're going to be playing on. You don't have any idea. Find ones that are good for artificial turf. Find ones that are good for grass. Find ones that are good for hybrids. You don't know. Okay. The good news is, is that your team doesn't know, right? Which is why you want it off of their team in the first place, because like you can't count on them to like have any kind of plan, any kind of normal, like, this is what I want to do with my team. This is how we're going to win. Like none of that shows up when we're talking about the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Josh, there's another, there's another Arizona team that's stupid and they, and they lost this past week is the Phoenix Suns. Look at that. But, you know. Well, but that's a little more sad than the than the Arizona Cardinals. Um, the Arizona Cardinals, when they lose, it's because like they're just dumb. Yeah. Um, with the Phoenix Suns, when they lose, it's because they didn't think it all the way through. Yep. And they put all their expectations on this trade that, like, look, even if you like the trade, right? Even if you're pro. 
the trade, even if you think the trade is like a good deal, yep. right? Like you have to recognize that you are sacrificing your depth. I agree. Like, like no matter how you want to build all of this up, right, in your own head, like you are sacrificing some depth by doing things this way, yep. right? And so like, how are you going to compensate for that? Like, how are you going to compensate? Look at us going into basketball, right? And the answer is that <laughs> if you don't make a follow-up trade, right? Yeah. If you don't make follow-up trades, like at the trade deadline to re-enhance your depth, then you're up, then like you're in the same place you were, even though you have like great isolation superstars. But I will remind you of this, most importantly, as we get ready to wrap up, yep. right? The teams that are left in the NBA playoffs are teams that are not heliocentric. They spread the ball around, different people score. Before you get all jacked up about LeBron James, just remember Rui Hachimura, you know, Lonnie Walker, these guys have all had critical games in the playoffs. Yes, they did. It has not been all LeBron James. Yep. And by the way, I'm choosing the one with the superstar, right? I'm choosing the one where you have the um, heliocentric thing for as great. I mean, they've been really good, right? As great as Jamal Murray has, I mean, not as Jamal Murray has been, Nikola jo- as Joker has been, Jamal Murray's been right there step for step with him. And they've also gotten really great games out of Michael Porter Jr., and that's going to be a serious Western Conference Finals with the Eastern Conference, as far as the Eastern Conference goes. Like, if you want to say that Philadelphia is a little bit of a heliocentric team, then you just haven't watched um, Tyrese Maxey, just period. Exactly. And, exactly. you know, if you're going to say that, like, oh, well, Boston only has two superstars, that's all they have, then you better not come right back at me when Jason Tatum is struggling and being like, you know, two packs of ass and being like, you know, oh, well, it's only Jason Tatum. If they don't have Jason Tatum, they can't win. That's just not true. No. They're the least heliocentric yeah, team they, of all they, the teams. Yeah, Celtics have depth. Yep. Yeah, yep. They, they, they spread the ball all over the place. And then the Miami Heat, right? For all the talk we t- for all that we talk about Jimmy Butler, and we sure do talk about him a lot, yep. he is not the only player there. Matt Struess and Dave Vincent and Bam Adebayo have been right there step for step. The NBA is not a two-player league yeah. anymore. It's not a three-play, a three-superstar league anymore. Preach, Josh, we, preach! It's, it's we are all, we are so past those days. Preach. Because LeBron and AD were on that team all year long. And half the year, they were awful. And after the trade deadline, they were great. And what changed? It was the depth. Preach. Period. Yeah. Yeah. No, Josh, bro, bro. There we go. There we go. And, and Thank Josh you. Will be, Josh will be. You know who also loves depth? Kyle Shanahan. Look at that. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. With that being said, um, Josh, we, what, what do you got to tell the audience what we'll talk about next week? Um, we're going to end up, we're, we're making sort of pre-picks right now. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk about Puna Smith who signed with the bills on a one-year veteran minimum, yep. even though he was offered more money. I mean, that's a great piece for the defensive line. Um, Torrance, Osiris Torrance, I think that's his name. Yeah. He yeah. looks like, he looks like a stud in early mini camp. We're going to end up having more observations from across the NFL. Oh, I know, I know. Um, it's going it's to be great, bro. It's going to be good. This year is going to be insane. And we'll quick, Josh. Do you have any yeah. thoughts about the the Raiders and the Chiefs? They have a game on Nickelodeon. Do you have any anything to say to Raider fans? That the Raiders should play all their games on Nickelodeon. <laughs> that they're a kids show. It doesn't matter whether you're playing. It doesn't matter that you're playing the adults. You know, adults appear on Nickelodeon. You know, and Josh, you know who might, who Josh, 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 you know who might be a part owner for the Raiders? Tom Brady. Lord have mercy. <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds right. I don't want to play for them, but sure, I'd love to own them. Why not? That sounds exactly right. That sounds just like what you should be doing. 
and the conversation I just had with you, I bet you anything that's what he told himself. I bet they were like, would you like to come and play for us? He was like, no, hard pass. And then Mark Davis was like, what about co-owning the team? And he was like, yeah, I think I could do that. I think I'd be interested in that. Sure. And we'll but quick, you're not and for the NFL fans, one more thing. A hard knocks, yeah. NFL, please pick the Jets or the Commanders for hard knocks. One of them, please. Including the I want the Jets. We need the Jets. Me and Josh need to watch the Jets and Rod talking true. about his darkness and Robert Sala's energy. How about that, Josh? This is very true. He's he's absolutely right. We absolutely need that. All right. I'll tell you where I can find me. Um, you can find me at JB Fortis. Um, I'm going to be a tense mess until the end of game seven um, tomorrow night. I do think the Celtics win in the end, but I think that it's very exciting stuff. Um, I think it's going to be a hell of a game seven. And if Philly wins, well, then you tip your hat to them and just say, you know, what a great job by Philly. Um, you can find me on, you can find me on the overall sports show. I will be on there more than I have been. I've just been super busy at work, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll make it back there. And I, I listen to you guys. So I know when you're calling me out. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We love you, Josh. Anyways, you guys can follow me at respectable Vink. Also, you can also uh, follow me at Vince, V I N C E S A I Z A 24. Love y'all. We'll be back next week. Peace sauce. Peace.